Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with the new set of tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Rob G, let's go to some NFL as as I have uh, the Ravens and the I believe it's the Commanders yes. about to kick off in an exhibition game, and I've got it on my TV. But that's not what we're going to talk about. Jonathan Taylor, the uh, star running back for the Indianapolis Colts, we know if you've been following the NFL that he is embroiled in a contract dispute. With the team, he's in the last year of a deal paying him $4.3 million this season. Uh, he's currently on the pup list with an ankle injury or recovering from an ankle surgery. Uh, but he has he's asked for a trade. Initially, the owner, Jim Ursay, said they weren't going to trade him. And now it comes out today that the team has given him permission to seek a trade um, so, Rob G., what are your thoughts on this new development with Jonathan Taylor? Look, I like Jonathan Taylor. I want to see everybody get paid, but he is in for a rude awakening, mm. right? According to ESPN, Stephen Holder does a great job covering the team there. The Colts are looking for a first-round pick or a package of picks that would equate to a first-rounder on that table that they use come draft time. You know what I'm talking about. Right. That seems fair, right, for a guy of his caliber. Jonathan Taylor is an all-world running back, and he's very young. He's, he's entering right. the prime of his career. Right. However, if you look at some of the notable returns for running backs over the last few years, 
2022, Christian McCaffrey goes for a, a second rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and a future fifth. Well, yeah, that sounds all wow. right. It seems like it'd be a— And that was just a year. Yeah, that's October 2022. That seems like it'd be a first-round equivalent, right? Problem is, you have to go back to 2015 to find the next comparable trade value for a running back. LaShawn McCoy to the Bills for Kiko Alonso, straight up. 2013, Trent Richardson to the Colts for a first-round pick. 2004, Corey Dillon to the Patriots for a second-rounder. 2002, Ricky Williams and a fourth-rounder to the Dolphins for a first-rounder, a fourth-rounder, and a future first. Look, if this was... 2019, sure, maybe Jonathan Taylor would be able to get a deal for a first-round pick for, from Indianapolis. The problem is, is not only are you trading for a position that the NFL has determined is not all that valuable, number one. Number two, he's going to run into the same issue that right. Austin Eckler just ran into earlier this offseason where he was granted permission for a trade the problem is nothing ever materialized because not only do you got to compensate the Colts or, or in Eckler's case, the Chargers, he's looking for a new contract. Right. You hit it on the head. And, and I'm with you. I love – Jonathan Taylor is a tremendous running back, and I love the running back position. You know I'm from the old school, Rob G. I played football through high school, wanted to be a runner. Growing up, that was my dream. I liked football better than basketball. My dream was to be that next great tailback at USC. This is back when they were tailback. Student body left. Yes. And so I loved the running back position. But if I were running a team, as great as Jonathan Taylor is, am I giving up much to get him? No. And as you said, it's not like I can just trade for him and he's a great running back for me. Great. No, it is that he wants a long-term deal. He probably wants something in the range, I don't wait, three years, $36 million? Like, that's probably... That's probably the baseline. The minimum, right. Yeah. He probably wants more, but would settle prop maybe for that because of the market. But... I can go out and get a guy who may not be quite as good as Jonathan Taylor, but he can still be very productive at a much lower rate. And I, look, it's not fair for the running backs. Hopefully something can be worked out where they start getting their fair pay. But right now, the market is depressed. And Rob G, I'm going to throw this at you. Correct me if you think I'm wrong. Probably the best four running backs last year and maybe for the past couple of years. Nick Chubb, Cleveland Browns. Josh Jacobs, Las Vegas Raiders. Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis Colts. And, of course, Derrick Henry, Tennessee. What do all those teams have in common from last year? Did they all miss the playoffs? None of them made the playoffs. There you go. I've got the four best running, like we're strictly talking running, running backs, and none of them made the playoff. It's just the game has changed. And you're right. Like, he is in – you know what's going to happen? Nothing. Right. Exactly. He's not, he's not going to get exactly. traded. And the Colts know it. It's just like now, of course, Lamar ended up getting paid. But it's like when Baltimore said, go out there, you can check the market. 
They knew Who's giving nobody you was going to give guaranteed. him the deal right that right. he wanted. Now, they obviously paid him and good for Lamar and good for them, but they knew. The Chargers probably knew with Austin Eckler. Josh Jacobs, the reports are now that he's about to show up for camp. And right. good for him because he get that $10 million Right. And play. But it's just the climate now. And like I said, I don't rock beyond the money he wants going forward. Beyond the fact that the position is just not quite as valuable as it used to be. Rob, he's injured. We talked about him on the pup list. Now, I, he, maybe he could play. Maybe this is just part of the quote-unquote holdout or whatever. But he's still coming off an ankle injury. He's coming off a season in which he missed six games. And his production, Rob G., two years ago when he led the league in rushing and touchdowns, 1,800 yards rushing, five and a half yards of carry. Last year, granted, only 861 yards. He only played 11 games. But four Andrew and a half riddle. yards of carry. Right. So if I'm a team, again, I'm wondering, is he even the same guy he was two years ago when he was all world? So I, I don't think he's getting traded. And the question will be, is he going to play for the Colts? Right. And well, two things there. One, you didn't even touch on the injury that kind of started this whole hullabaloo in Indy that that's kind of spilled over to the media. It was reported that he failed his physical. Right. Not because of the ankle injury, which you touched on, and he had surgery, but because of a back issue. And he ended up tweeting out later, I never had any back pain, never reported right. back pain. Well, I don't think they would fail your your physical unless you had something similar to that going on. Like, I just... Yeah, I, it, it, it was be, strange. It'd be too deep into conspiracy theory to be like, yeah, we're going to fail it on purpose so we can lower your value and not have to pay you. Like, I, I don't think that that'd be the situation. Right. But number two, to your original point about the trade. As of right now, you know, 8 p.m. Eastern-ish, there's only been one team that has publicly been linked to Jonathan Taylor now that the news broke that they are granting permission to seek a trade. That is the Miami Dolphins. A couple of outlets said that they'd be interested in Jonathan Taylor. You know who else they were interested in? Was Dalvin Cook. Yep, yep. And even they determined that one year, $7 million with only $5.8 million guaranteed was too rich, too rich for their blood. So what makes you think they're going to give up first-round draft pick compensation value plus – Three years, 35-ish million, and 29 of it's guaranteed. Totally agree. And the thing with Dalvin Cook, and he obviously ended up signing with the Jets, has the money been reported? Yeah, one year, $7 million, only $5.8 million guaranteed. There you go. Now, I think Dalvin Cook thought he was going to get more money. Yeah. Because the the Vikings were offering him one year, $7 million, right? Right. And he thought... I'm sure he thought, man, I can go out there and get 10. It, I mean, he probably was thinking higher than I can now, get the franchise tag. The back. franchise tag is 10 million. I could probably get the franchise right. tag. Right. Right. And it didn't happen. Austin Eckler, nothing. And Miami, now look, Jonathan Taylor is better than any of the backs they have. But can they survive with Raheem Mostert? Uh, yeah. Pretty good. You know, he's not, he's a no name and no, no offense. He's a no-name guy, but you remember him doing damage in San Francisco on their way to the Super Bowl. 
Remember that? Yep. When they lost to the Chiefs. Jeff Wilson Jr., similar type. Like, those two guys are pretty good running backs. Now, they're not Jonathan Taylor, but that's the point. You can get enough guys to get it done without having to pay the big money. And Dalvin Cook's a great example because Dalvin Cook has been – Dalvin Cook is a terrific running back. He's great. Yep. But the last four – each of the last four years he ran for 1,000? Look, that, that's rare nowadays, and he still couldn't really get paid. And it was on a one-year deal. Right. Right. Like, you couldn't even get a one-year franchise tag level contract. And somehow, yep. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts and his representatives believe that I can triple that plus the draft pick compensation. He He's going to be very disappointed, to your, to your point, the reason why we didn't leave with this story is we both think nothing's going to come of it. Right. He's going to be right back where he's been come week seven playing for the Colts. No doubt. I have, I have no doubt he's not getting traded. Now, we'll see if I'm wrong. I don't think he's getting traded. Nope. Without question. All right. Um, the for, a former NBA head coach just took a shot at Rob G's man, Anthony Davis, We'll tell you about it next. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And I don't want to get into a LeBron Jordan debate. Yeah, you caught that too. Yeah, you, you, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's easy to make a case, right? That Jordan, he won more championships and more MVPs in less time, right? Than LeBron. So I, I don't know what Stan Van Gundy's talking about in that regard. But I actually do agree with him in that I think Dwight, especially as he he made a good point at that time, right? That Dwight, when the when the see if we can find the year. I was saying, if you can find the year that that team came out, that all top 75 was announced, it was something like 2020, 2021. Um, but Dwight had a 10-year stretch that mostly Orlando, but also the Lakers and the Rockets, Rob G, where he averaged about 17 points and probably 13 rebounds during that stretch and led the league in rebounding five times and blocks twice. Yeah. So that's what you're talking about. Look, 
shout out to Stan Van Gundy. I know he was kind of blasphemous there in the middle with the LeBron Michael Jordan thing. I don't know where he was going with that. It one. was October 2021 that that top 75. The came beginning out. and the end of that statement was spot on, and it's unfortunate what's become of Dwight Howard in his career because he's almost become a punchline at this point. Yeah. And people forget how absolutely dominant he was at the peak of his powers. I kind of worry, we'll get to this a little bit later, I kind of worry the same thing might happen to James Harden. Where you because know of all of I, this, I was thinking the same thing. All of this off-the-court stuff at the end of Houston and Brooklyn, now in Philadelphia, where people are going to forget that he was a perennial MVP candidate in Houston and was legitimately like a top-five player for five to six years straight. Like, he was that good. Dwight Howard... During his peak, you mentioned that 10-year stretch. If you just look at his quote-unquote prime years, which was from 2008 to 2012, I think that was probably the absolute peak of Dwight Howard. During that five-year run, five-time first-team All-NBA, five-time All-Star, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, five-time All-Defensive Team, including four times first team, and he finished in the top five MVP four times. Just that stretch alone – is comparable to Anthony Davis's entire career. And I like Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is the best player in the Lakers right now. But Dwight Howard, when he was in Orlando especially, was an all-time great. Like, not just, you know, he's going to sneak into the Hall of Fame. Like, right. he was one of those upper-level Hall of Fame-type guys. And it's just disappointing that now the discourse around him has shifted in such a way that people think it's almost blasphemy to say that Dwight Howard was better than Anthony Davis. Well, for how good he was, you know, uh, basketballreference.com, great stats and everything available there, both traditional and advanced stats. But they do something called similarity scores, which basically, you know, talks about players that you were similar to, right? Your production and stuff. Here's the list for Dwight Howard. Pal Gasol, Patrick Ewing, Bob Lanier, Hakeem Olajuwon, Walt Bellamy, Dan Issel, Robert Parrish, Moses Malone, Dikembe Mutombo, and Jack Sigma. Those are all, I don't know about, there's even Sigma. They're all Hall of Famers. Yeah. Every single one I mean, of it's them. It's a wide range of Hall of Famers, but yes. Yeah. and and But look at, you got. Elijah and Ewing on there, and Paul Gasol, like guys, Moses Malone. So this is what's happened to Dwight Howard. On the one hand, Rob G, he played like his career fell off. Well, let me let me back it up. The the he made some moves, and you brought up James Harden. And I here's the good thing for Harden, the good news. He doesn't have enough time left, I don't think, to kind of override the great things he's done as a player. Like, he's now, what, 33 years old, something like that. Dwight kind of, his demise began when he was about 30. Right. And so he played basically the second half of his career. You know, he was just okay. But that led people to forget how dominant and great he was over the first half of his career. And I think what led to it all really was, you know, he became viewed as a clown. And I like Dwight. I know him, you know, and it's unfortunate. But Rob G, he made some missteps. One with Stan Van Gundy. 
Yeah, that when interview. He, that. Yeah, they were at practice, and he had been interviewed, and he yeah. was – our Stan had been interviewed, and the report had come out that Dwight wanted him trade or fired. And, and he Stan confirmed was it publicly. It. Right. Yeah, it yeah, never happens. It. Yeah. And then Dwight comes up, like, without knowing what was going on and that the report was out and that Stan had addressed it. And puts his arm around yeah, Stan. That was so like, awkward. This is my coach. You know, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> and it was just, it made him look like a phony. Goofy. Right. Goofy, a phony. And then, and so that led to people, you know, thinking less of him. And then when his career, the way he was playing, kind of started to decline. Then yeah, Kobe it just, calling be, him soft on the court. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people just don't like, and I get it, Roger. It, it basically, first half of his career was terrific. Second half, he's been, you know, kind of forgettable. Forgettable, Right. And that's what the problem is with Dwight. But you said it. Four times he finished in the top five MVP. I mean, the dude was down, beat LeBron yes. in the playoffs. Yes. Well, LeBron had a he great. He prevented us from having the Nike. Yes promoted LeBron Kobe NBA Finals. Yep. They were on yep. a collision course in 2009 and Dwight Howard swatted that away like it was a weak layup attempt. And beat him in 6. Didn't even take it. It wasn't seven. even and it didn't even feel like it was that close. Nah, cause, it cause took a Cleveland, buzzer beater from LeBron right. James just to get it to that far. Yep. Yep. And Anthony Davis has never led the league in rebounding. Never averaged more than 12. He averaged 12, well twice he averaged 12. Uh, three times led in blocks. Now, he's scored more points, mm-hmm. but I, I'm just going to put it this way, Rob G. In their prime, in their prime, give me Dwight. I would give agree with you. Give me Dwight. And I would say this. If Dwight played a year with LeBron, he'd have a championship too. You think so? He actually does have one. Right. But, you know, he was a no, role you know, player. No, I know what you mean. I, but, yeah. That oh, part yeah. I kind of disagree LeBron, with. You don't think Dwight and Le- oh. now, and like, hold on. AD is in his, was in his prime. So take prime Dwight and prime LeBron. Well, LeBron wasn't in his prime in 2020. Okay, toward the end, but he still was obviously sure. a top five player. LeBron uh, is a top five player. Dwight in his prime. Come yeah. on. The, Who's the, stopping the, them? Um, zone defenses are stopping them. Because neither one of them could score outside the paint. AD Fort luckily was hitting. Yeah, in the in the bubble, Anthony Davis became Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> him, T- him and TJ Warren, shots. bubble bubble AD and bubble TJ Warren right. are two of the greatest players <laughs> in NBA history. All right, it is the odd couple: Chris Broussard, Rob G. Dak Prescott says it's Super Bowl or bust. Rob G. Dak Prescott, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys has said it's Super Bowl or bust in Dallas. Now, you've seen me on First Things First debating with Nick Wright and Kevin Wilds and Greg Jennings, friend of the show. And I have told them, when you wear the star on your helmet, it is Super Bowl or bust. I don't care that they haven't won a Super Bowl in nearly 30 years. It is always Super Bowl or bust. When you put on the purple and gold, it's championship or bust. When you put on the pinstripes in baseball in New York City, the Bronx, it is World Series or bust. Those are the three, I believe, 
greatest national teams in each sport. The Cowboys in football, the Lakers in basketball, and the Yankees in baseball. And because of their brand, they are always Super Bowl or bust mode. I don't care what their record has been. Now, I get it. If they're a bad team, Rob G., then, of course, nobody's thinking Super Bowl. But now they're a good team. Now they're veteran late. Not yet. Micah Parsons a little bit young. Trayvon Diggs. But for the most part, they're veteran. Up front, the offensive line, veterans. Dak Prescott, veteran. All right? They, if you're young and talented but unproven, sure, baby steps. But for this Cowboys team, I don't think anything but a at least a Super Bowl appearance is going to be satisfactory for them. Absolutely. Chris, I know that it, it might not seem that way because of the way they flamed out of the playoffs again. You know that the 2022 Dallas Cowboys were top five in scoring defense and top five in scoring offense? Like, Not surprised. This team is absolutely loaded. And I know yep. that my opinion doesn't matter as much as your opinion because it's your guys' show. I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East this season. East? What about the conference? I, I haven't got that far yet. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> but this roster is absolutely loaded. And you yep. brought up a good point. When you have this kind of brand name with this level of talent, expectations are different. It's like in radio with the Yacobo. You say we're going to get Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. They've both been on TV for, you know, a decade plus. They're both Hall of Famers. I know know you're a Hall of Famer that you don't talk about it enough, but you're a Hall (laughs) of Famer too. We got two Hall of Famers. Expectations are that this radio show better be a hit. Expectations are, even privately, if we don't get a million plus downloads a month, Inside of the first year, then we're doing something wrong. That there's a mistake. Right. right. The Dallas Cowboys are one of those teams historically, number one. And to your point, this current iteration has too much talent to not be thinking that they should be one of those teams in contention to hoist a Lombardi trophy. Totally agree. Totally agree. And I said it like now you know, I've I've kind of been up and down on Dak Prescott. When he first entered the league and had that success as a rookie and as a young quarterback, I said he was a game manager with playmaking abilities, with both his arm and his legs. Like, you know, you have your typical game managers who if you ask them to do anything but manage the game, you're in trouble. Well, Dak is a game manager, but he will make the big play here or there. He would. And then I began thinking, Rob G., you know what? I think he's going to become elite. And I was there for a little while, and he never did. And now I'm back to game manager with playmaking abilities. And I said it last year, and I think it stands this year, Rob G. If Dak Prescott is who he's supposed to be, If he is as good as he's supposed to be, most people, you know, top 10-ish quarterback, then they'll at least get to the NFC Conference Championship game. At least. Because you got the defense. You got the receivers. 
You got the running backs. You have the offensive line. You have a Super Bowl winning coach. Say what you want about Mike McCarthy. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. Do we have the quarterback? I mean, San Francisco's got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, and they think he's going to take him there. Jalen Hurts was not expected to do any damage. He's had one really good year, and he took a team to the Super Bowl last year. The Cowboys are comparable as far as talent around their quarterback. I mean, I get San Francisco's wildly talented, but so are the Cowboys. It's close. Yeah. And they have stars everywhere. It's not like, oh, we're just loaded up on the defensive line or just on the defensive side or the offensive side. They have legitimate all-pro caliber talent Yep. on the offensive skill positions with C.D. Lamb and whatever you think of Tony Pollard. You know, I think, you know, statistically he might put himself in that, that I, look, hierarchy. I, we, people wonder if he can handle, you know, being an everyday sure. back. But – we haven't seen any reason so far to think he can. Right. And the dude is incredibly productive. Absolutely. Like he, he's great. Yeah, we'll see how he handles 20, I'd say 25-ish touches a game mm-hmm. between rushes, 20 to 25 between rushes and receptions. But uh, he's great when he's healthy. Yeah, and then you got uh, Zach Martin they just paid. Uh, yep. Trayvon Diggs at corner. And their best player, didn't even mention him, Michael Parsons at, at, at edge linebacker. Yep. You mentioned that Dak Prescott, you know, you think he could be on the road to being elite. Well, I thought. At, no, at, I don't right, necessarily. Right, but that he has that kind of potential. I think we've seen enough flashes where you think that he's capable of putting a team on his right shoulder and winning games on him and not necessarily leaning on the defense and all that kind of stuff. The funny thing is, is the way this team is built, he doesn't even have to be all of that for them to win. No. In 12 games last last year, he had 16 turnovers, and they still went 8-4 and four in that stretch, mm. right? If he mm. can just not turn the ball over, just be a game manager, a glorified game manager. Right. They went 12-5 and five last season. You don't think they can go 14-3? and three? I mean, look, you said it, and, and I think part of their problem – and, and as you said, they won 12 games last year with him missing five. So how much of a problem was it? But they don't put too much on his shoulders. He's not Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. He's not of that ilk. And I think that is where they've gone wrong in previous years is that they've tried to put basically Dak Carrius. No. Let your run game be huge. And let Dak do his thing. You need a real balance between the run and the pass game in Dallas. Don't ask Dak to carry you. Just ask him to be the leader he is. I think he's a great leader. Smart. You know, he makes some bad decisions, obviously, as you mentioned, the turnovers. But still, overall, I think he's high on the intangibles. And ask him to be that leader. Rob, one of the reasons his turnovers have gone up over the last few years is because they've asked more of him. Right. He's throwing it more. And I think they need to cut back a little bit on that. All right, it is the odd couple. And I'll tell you this, Rob G. There's madness in the air <laughs> regarding the NBA Hall of Fame. We'll get to that next. It's the odd couple, Chris and Rob G, Fox Sports Radio. 
Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Lou Williams was a straight-up baller. Very outstanding six-man. But he was speaking to TMZ, I guess it was. And uh, here's what he said. Manu was already a Hall of Famer. Right, right, right. Um, Jamal will have his opportunity um, with timing and then I'll be last. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I definitely think we're all Hall of Famers. We contributed to the game. You know, I think the Hall of Fame is what you bring to the table and being the best at what you do in the realm of basketball. I think we all did that. All right. Uh, like I said, Lou was a fantastic player. But stop it! What? <laughs> Lou, the next all-star team he makes, and he's retired, right? He is retired. <laughs> Will be the first. All right. Uh, Jamal Crawford, fantastic. Never made an all-star team. Manu Ginobili won championships. Like, Lou threw that out there like they all were the same. And... Winning makes a difference. There are a few guys in the Hall of Fame, and I don't, I don't, I do not believe Robert Ory or Andre Iguodala is a Hall of Famer. But there are a few guys who are in the Hall of Fame whose winning helped them get in. We talked about Jamal Wilkes earlier. Probably helped him get in. Manu won four championships. Manu was a two-time All NBA player. So there's a little bit of a difference there, but um, no. No, no. And and I think, I, I hope Lou doesn't think, Rob G, that, that he and Manu and Jamal Crawford kind of reinvented the six-man role. Like, they made it a thing. 
Have you ever heard of John Havlicek? It's a real Hall of Famer. Have you ever heard of Kevin McHale? That's a that's a baller Hall of Famer. Have you ever ever heard of Ricky Pierce? He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he was a great six man. So no, it's you didn't reinvent the position. And as great as you were, and you were great for what you did, you're not you're not Hall of Famers. Stop it, Chris. This is your fault. What we talked what? about this on the po- on the on the show, you know, last week with Rob Parker. It the NBA, excuse me, the Basketball Hall of I Fame. Hear this. is the easiest nightclub to get into. Oh, but right? Scott Rowland. There's okay. no cover okay. charge. There's it, no it, dress it, it, code, and there's no ratio that demands <laughs> that there's more women than men in there. And Chris oh, Broussard is the guy Here. who's the bouncer in the front saying, what? yeah, man, I like those flip-flops. You and your seven buddies can all come in together. Who, who you, was the player we were talking Tony about? Tony Parker. Are you you really going to sit here and tell me Tony Parker's not a Hall of Famer? He is in because the bar is so low in the Basketball Hall of Fame. You and it's sound because, like a, a Lakers fan who watched TP each all alive for a decade. And it's because you have stand so hard for guys like Tony Parker that we have Lou Williams thinking that 14-2-3 with zero All-Star games, <laughs> which is exactly what they both average, Lou Will and Jamal Crawford average in their career, is Hall of Fame worthy. 14, two and three. They have played for 17 different teams combined. Okay? I don't know about you, but I would expect a Hall of Famer would not play for eight different NBA franchises. Well, Shaq so, played for what, six? Yeah, that's Shaq's different. That's the big At least. Sha- Shaq was, was kind of cash a check there at the end. That's all. All right. Chris, this is ah. your fault. Stop it. You this have made people think, specifically Lou Williams, Absolute that everybody can get into the club and it's free before 10. For Tony Parker. I, I am sorry. I cannot. I, I, Tracy I knew McGrady. You were a Laker fan. Tracy McGrady was awesome. Awesome. How many playoff series did he win? Is that the standard of his career? That's got to matter a little bit. Oh, hold on. I'm going to give you something because you you brought up McGrady, who for about a six-year stretch was like a top five player. You know what Tracy averaged in the playoffs for his career? Twenty. Well, let's let's go early. In his career. <laughs> okay. Thirty-four, eight, and six in his second year as a 21-year-old. 31, 5, and 6 as a 22-year-old. losing effort. 32, 5, and 7. 31, 7, and 7. Like, also come on, four effort. straight years he averaged 30 or more points. <laughs> Stop it, Rob G. The woodshed. I'm taking you there. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.